0: I'm gonna welcome everyone. Um, this is a special edition of Red Star Over Oklahoma. Uh, this is Red Star Over Oklahoma at night. Uh, at now night. that now that um, nighttime, um, Mr. Roberts is uh, back night. in a, a a time zone of freedom. Uh, we uh, we are able to do nighttime shows, so you know.
1: Night. We've
0: had all day to think about how we're going to do this, and and, and we've we've prepared accordingly. With Mm -hmm. that, I'm going to introduce us to our first nighttime topic, and uh, that's Moth Memes. Carl, why don't you take it away?
2: Well, you know, I think the moth memes are a pretty big deal right now. Uh, I don't know if anybody else follows the uh, the meme markets. I do pretty heavily. I got, I got notifications on the phone. Uh, I invest pretty regularly in memes. Uh, moth memes, strong. Strong. Bull market on moth memes. Invest now. Get all your stuff. Great stuff. Th- what is funnier than the idea of, a, of an animal that flies into a light to die? Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that's just true. That's objectively hilarious. Number two, fuck moths. Everyone hates moths. Uh, have you ever been outside when there's light? It's terrible. Uh, I, I hate it, but they make good memes. Um, Parker, what's your opinion on Moth memes? What's your professional, uh, evaluation?
1: I'm more of a, like, a deep-fried meme guy, you know? Like, uh... They're they're pretty alright, or like we're uh, the really odd. Hold complexes. on, hold
0: on, hold on. I promised myself I wouldn't be involved in this low level debauchery, but I have to interject it. I, I I was I was promised that you all would read moth memes aloud. You got
2: a number one, sir. You got to build up to it. No, no, I don't Holy think crap. you do. I
0: don't think you. I don't think you have to build up to anything. I think. I think. I think you're just gilding the lily at this point. Anyone who's hey, going to understand the moth meme is going to understand it. And I'm not going to. I. I again. We're gonna, I'm going to reserve myself for he- he- headier topics.
1: Headier topics? Jesus. I was about to say, moths only want one thing, and it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> and it's a lamp.
2: <laughs> the, or no, a.k.a. The Wonder one, Bulb. The, the best one so far has been the car with the massive light that fell into the front of it, and the moths saying, God, I wish <laughs> that were me.
1: God. no the best one so, so far right, right. was the fucking clip from anchorman with yeah the that's moth true. Head, with the moth head uh, i i love lamp i are you just saying you love lamp
2: i, I love lamp I, I love lamp, and it's it, oh my god brick tamland might be a moth though
1: Man, uh, I, that
2: that i would believe that
1: can moths use flails though
0: Uh, A a series of moths uh, could operate a human suit that could use a flail. I, I will say that again, not participating in this low level debauchery, but I just happen to know from my study of can slugs and can slime become into a suit slash squirrels? And all of those are yeses.
1: Raccoons are important too and they try to like order eggs at breakfast places and then they you know They get found out because they order like either too few or too many eggs. That's that's true.
2: a big deal Raccoon somebody wait, wait, in hold, on. Raccoon
0: hold on hold on. Huh? hold on hold on How how few is too few eggs one is egg
1: who goes and orders? One yeah, egg? But you could, order get, you
0: could egg. get you could get a, some flapjacks a sausage and an egg
1: no, that's absolutely what? not. What?
0: No, you could just get one egg for the yolk to put on your hash browns.
1: No, it's a fascist. No, holy crap.
2: Adam, pause. pause. Two everybody, eggs everybody,
1: is the everybody correct paused. amount of eggs. Maybe three if you want an omelet. I've
2: Hello? been very wrong the whole time about Adam. Uh, he's not a revisionist. He's a fucking raccoon. He's a fucking <laughs> <Jesus>. raccoon. <laughs> he, it would make sense as to why he hates lizards so much. It does, doesn't it? It makes so much sense. That's why he's from the hill towns of the east raccoon central as we all know um it explains uh his love for being trash at all possible times whenever he can do it um
0: all right i just want to underscore a couple of these things one one i resemble everything that you're saying and i don't resent it that's who i am (laughs) two (laughs) Trash has many uses, and I don't need you disparaging trash, okay? I'm not going to stand here and defend trash, but my defense of trash sounds like this. Trash is great, okay? So, let's leave it at that.
2: We have Adam, you off, memes. He could have just said, though, Parker, I want to talk to you about this. He could have just said one man's trash is another man's treasure. Because we all know that every folk proverb is true. And he, he's such a raccoon that he didn't know the folk proverb. He's not Frank. a human.
0: Well, mm. I do know the folk proverb, but it's not that. It's another man's treasure is somebody's trash. And that is, I think, something that even you can dwell on every once in a while, All right.
2: I think a lot of people would say that another man's treasure, uh, Carl, is trash. I think that would be a, a thing a lot of people would be okay I, with. I didn't say that. I said that's what I another said.
0: man's trasher is someone's treasure.
2: Is that? No, that's not what you said. That
0: was... Was it similar to that?
2: Uh, number one, I'm pulling up some moth memes right now, so I'm not paying attention to you.
1: <laughs> number two, we should also talk about big dick energy memes, because those are also very important.
2: Dude, that's super late. You're so late to that game. Get on fucking So energy, late to that game. Holy firstly, shit. you act as if the game ever has an expiration
1: date for big dick energy,
2: because it definitely doesn't. Secondly, youth pastors, biggest dick energy. <laughs> that's true, though. Youth pastors have extremely, uh, anybody, anybody, anybody who's been to a youth church knows that you put on some, like, soft rock, and all of a sudden, uh, you believe in Jesus, and you really hate the poor. Okay, Jar of Clay
0: doesn't need this disparagement, all right? Their record sales are fine, so, you know what? Talk all the shit you want, but I was going to make up a name because I don't know any of the people in Jar of Clay, but I'm going to say Derek Jasonson. He's driving his <laughs> n- Nissan <in> Sport <clears throat> as fast as he wants in L.A. traffic, which is not very fast because it's mostly stop and go.
2: Wait, guys, uh, I found a very important moth meme I want to talk about uh, since Adam's trying to derail us. Um, it's a moth mom trying to open a door and it says, what are you doing in there? Is your door locked? And then it's a computer screen that says porn bulb and it's like a stadium light and it says nothing. Don't come in. See,
1: that's oh, nah, pretty weak.
2: Nah, that's pretty good.
1: Good one is the McConaughey. That's what I love about these light bulbs, man. I get older and they stay, <laughs> the, same stay the same wattage.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Fuck me up, or or the uh, the lamp salesman yeah. that slaps the top of the lamp over and over and over again.
2: Yeah, I love that shit. Good shit. The the fucking the the car salesman meme is so good. Yeah, also, it's definitely it's deprecated you, in value. I don't.
0: You know, Carl. I know. I know that you intend on To one point, I think both of you have spoken about wanting to write uh, 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 some sort of article or paper over the uh, cultural importance of memes. And I am still in old man class. And uh, right. I, I just. <sighs> I, wa- I, mean, I want to I... yell at you from my porch. I want to spill lemonade on my flannel shirt that I have tucked in because I've been cutting the weeds since 6 a.m. on a Saturday, which is woken everybody up. Which is my intention, any fucking way. Because if you're not, if you're sleeping past 6 a.m. on a fucking Saturday, you're a piece of shit anyway. Like, like I don't, don't have to tell you said.
1: that. Those motherfuckers that are running their truck outside of our house at fucking four in the morning.
0: Okay, but they were I think they were working on it. And I think that they got <laughs> to the state where they were like, all right, everything else is done. And I mean everything else is done. So I guess now that it's three in the morning, we'll go rev the truck to try and get the battery to turn over. Here's a secret. You need to jump it. And just <laughs> flooding it every
2: night is never, ever going to work. But I uh, wasn't going to tell them well, that's- that. But that's the problem is that they just want lamp, so they can't operate car.
0: <laughs> Are you insinuating that my, my, um, my neighbors were moths? Yes.
1: yes, they did own dog fighting rings. It looked like from how high the fences were Many in the backfield. months has come and so gone, gone I since I
2: wandered dogs. from my home In those Oklahoma hills where I was born Many a page of life has turned, many a lesson I have learned. Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong. We're down yonder in the Indian Nation ride my pony on the reservation in those Oklahoma hills where I was born. Now we're down yonder in the Indian Nation, the cowboy's life is my occupation in those Oklahoma hills where I Hi, was, was born. This Carl Roberts, Nelson,
0: the car I was parking us, and I'm showing this. Yes. Over Oklahoma, We are a small political news podcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma. Uh, like I said, this is the uh, Red Star at Night edition, and so um, we're going to be uh, a little more loose with our takes. Uh, they'll probably be worse, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, so let's jump into the stories we have for this week. We're going to be discussing uh, the upcoming Supreme Court docket, as well as some structural issues within the court itself. Uh, we're also going to be, go- and then we're going to be going into uh, Oklahoma news and discussing the gubernatorial debates that are going to be upcoming. And finally jumping into a it, little.
2: The debate yeah. already happened.
0: <laughs> I need to know these things before I start talking. <clears throat> it's okay. My national news is fucking awful. I'm going to run it again. I, I,
1: I can be your soundboard. It's not. It's not what applause
0: sounds like either. It's not just not? one person clapping. No, applause is a lot of people clapping. So when one person's is just clapping, it just kind of sounds like an insane person. Well, hey,
1: turn turn the reverb on. <laughs>
0: one, no, two. Who do you think I am? All right. <clears throat> so this week in national news, we're going to be discovering. God damn it! God damn it! Okay, no, no nope, nope.
1: fourth take. The fourth take. Ready? Go.
0: So in national news this week, we're going to be covering the upcoming Supreme Court docket as well as some structural issues within the court itself. Then we're going to move on to Oklahoma news where we'll be discussing the gubernatorial debates that occurred and going on to discuss some of the changes that uh, the uh, State Board of Health. Who put them in, Carl?
2: Yeah, it was the, the Oklahoma State Board of Health. Uh the that first round of rules they passed uh, regulating medical marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. Let's so see. some graft. We're talking talk we're, about some, some graft and
0: corruption. We're we're coming in with a hot and new script and I'm not doing a fifth take. Uh <laughs> before of course jumping onto the conservative reading list. Uh we do want to say one important thing uh before we jump into the stuff about the Supreme Court. Um we're going to purposefully avoid discussion of uh, the accusations of sexual assault, uh, because honestly, not only is it not about like us, but like we're all dudes. This isn't our place. Uh, we want to say that we unequivocally believe Dr. Blase Ford and that um, support all the efforts to uh, expose people who uh, do awful things. And. uh get by unprivileged and cover them up and so um we just want to say that up front because like i said we are not going to discuss it and we don't want to think any we don't want to think we're omitting it uh for censorship or uh editorial purposes we are omitting it because it's not our place and that is all the show's opinion so we're gonna jump right into it and i think uh parker nelson's taken off
1: yes sir uh so Important things, it, well, as, as well with the Kavanaugh confirmation, um, there's pretty important decisions that are coming up on the docket in October for the Supreme Court. Um, a couple of the l- lesser but still important ones are Nick versus the Township of Scott, which is scheduled for next Wednesday, um, which might not be voted on, might be pushed back a little bit further, but it was brought by sort of a property owner in Pennsylvania um, challenging a town ordinance requiring her to allow the public to visit an old cemetery located on her farm. This is going to be one of a litany of decisions that were done either within the seventies or eighties. Um, that kind of that protects states dis, uh, or require um, particular files be charged at the state level before char- or before filing them at the federal level. Uh, another important decision is the Franchise Tax Board of California versus Hyatt. Um, the case involves the so-called sovereign immunity of states. The uh, justices will decide whether to overturn a 1979 ruling that held that the states don't have sovereign immunity in the courts of other states. Uh, Forty-five states have filed a brief in support of California's petition to overturn this ruling, and a ruling in favor of California will mean that states will be immune from facing charges in sister state courts, which can be pretty significant if that actually passes. Um, the biggest concern that we have is, one, Gamble versus the United States. Um, Utah lawmaker Orrin Hatch, who sits on the Senate Judiciary Committee, filed a 44-page amicus brief earlier in the month, um, in Gamble versus the U.S., a uh, case that will consider whether the dual sovereignty doctrine should be put to rest. It uh, basically talks – about uh, justices will basically decide whether to overrule this particular dual sovereignty exception um, to the Fifth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. Um, an Alabama man convicted of firearm violations in both the state and federal court is challenging this doctrine, and if the court rules in his favor, it will mean federal and state prosecutors will not be able to try a defendant for the same offense. Now, this is pretty important, uh, especially in the context of Trump and the Trump investigation, mostly because
2: um, yeah. So, 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 Parker, I'm curious. Why? Why is it important? Explain. Explain what. What exactly would happen here? Yeah, Parker, tell us all about it. <laughs> I mean, so eager
0: schoolchildren listening, listening for my daily dose of civic <laughs> duty and understanding.
1: Indeed, it's uh, important to most of the mole investigation um, and in, in the interactions with federal pardons. Um, so, at the uh, in the status quo currently, with how the law is settled, uh, if you if a president pardons a particular federal or just. Any, any particular person at the federal level They can be tried for sim- for similar signs at the state level by state attorney generals the president doesn't have any power over, aka, hello, federalism. Um, but within this particular context of the Mueller probe, um, legal observers have um, sort of seen this as kind of uh, a check on Trump's power. Um, it kind of just discourages him from trying to shut down the Mueller investigation or pardon anyone caught up in this probe because the pardon would, wouldn't be applied to these state charges. So, yeah. Um, If he's put on the court, um, basically, I mean, he could uh, exonerate Paul Manafort, for example, um, who was convicted last month in federal court on eight counts of tax and bank fraud. Um, One of the
0: things I find really interesting about this is that um, <clears throat> if you, you know, we, we, we're, we're dealing with this, and I think, you know, we're going to discuss some of these things a little bit more in a second. But we're, we're dealing with this, and we're kind of saying, like, here is the political impact of this court case. And like that court case in and of itself, though, um, has to meet other standards by way. I mean, there's a there's a there's a procedural standard by which it has to get there, and so like I find it very interesting because if you read that opinion, it would mm-hmm. sound like a discussion of jurisdictional questions based on dual sovereignty. And it would have a lot of discussion of federalism, and it would have a lot of discussion of states' powers and federal powers, and it would have a lot of discussion of historical usage of laws and what the, the, what the, uh, the, the founders and the, the authors of laws meant when they wrote the law. And the thing is, is that regardless of all that, which like, you know, there's really interesting arguments that say that, you know, that in and of itself is creating a power structure that seems valid – Mm-hmm. But even more than that, they're making a political decision and they're wrapping it in all of this procedure to make it mm-hmm. look like a technical
1: decision. Right. And Hatch definitely commented on that. He said he worked for years to address the problem of overcriminalization in our federal court. But he wants them to reconsider the rationale for the doctrine in light of the rapid expansion of both the scope and substance of modern federal criminal law, which is obviously bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know, I I am not sure how much I agree with overcriminalizing or overpolicing from it, when it, either of those words come out of any conservative person's mouth. So yeah,
2: yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the history of conservatives and quote unquote states rights in America is liking them whenever it meets their political interests and hating them whenever it doesn't. Because that's the whole it's the whole thing with slavery too, and it's just like. You know, here it's like, oh, Republicans talk about states' rights, and one of the things that anybody, any of the fucking ghouls from the Federalist Society that Trump would put onto the Supreme Court, that would be a thing, would be not overturning Roe v. Wade, but devolving it to the states through some states' rights argument, and so Hatch does this because it's politically expedient, and that's how it always is. That's all they do. Well, it's not –
1: yeah. It's not even I mean, necessarily that. It's, I mean, Paul Rosenwig, who's a former senior counsel on the Whitewater investigation, um, uh, he thinks that Hatch's brief is, like, basically, substantively wrong, um, that if over-federalization of a crime is a problem, we should stop over-federalization and not look in federalism, which is yes, kind of yes. what his brief makes it sound like. So, Kind of not great. Kind of not, always guised always guised kinda not great. Kind of
2: not great at all.
0: Technical things and these constructions of languages that you can just say it means this or that. Like it can be, you can just say it is either. Like you know, when you're when you're micromanaging words that tightly, you can
1: read things however you want to read them. And right, and it's it's not necessarily like uh, this. Is, this isn't meant to like be portrayed as like a slippery slope argument that's very like deterministic and definitive because it's not. Right, it's just like. How, with however like presidential pardons already interact with these sort of double like like so no, a lot of it is already considered at the state level whether or not there's like these types of um, double jeopardy laws that are, you know what I'm saying, like double jeopardy protections that are put into place and there's a lot of like exceptions to the particular rule. but if you just try it'll just make the water a lot more murky on that sense than it already is, which it, well, can only work out beneficially for people trying to take advantage of it.
2: Yeah, well, and also, like, making the water murky here, what that would do is then all of a sudden Trump would pardon, like, Manafort, and then that would go to the Supreme Court and surprise, motherfucking surprise, who's on the Supreme Court now? Right. You know, if he gets another, if, if the Democrats don't win the Senate, which they probably won if we're being honest, who's on the Supreme Court? Oh, okay, it's a group of people that would vote with Trump, and, you know, we could talk about how... We're going to talk about that, but it's like they they would do that, you know, because that's what that's how that works in a lot of ways. It would be this is genuinely speaking like a partisan thing in a way that's meaningful, but it serves our interest and it's good for us. It's good for the people for two of the Supreme Court justices that got him onto the court. So that rather got onto the court because of him. So it's like it's really kind of threatening. I think it's threatening making the waters murky like that.
0: Quid pro quo. Cui bono, see I know Latin
2: I'm like a smart dude Who knows Latin Adam you're a law student You should know <laughs> these things uh.
0: That's all That's all the Latin I know I was trying to make up fake Latin Phrases and it just didn't work So I don't even have any fake Latin phrases Tonight <laughs> right,
1: Carl do you want to talk about some of the structural issues Where we have yeah, like, Criticisms rather we have structurally at the Supreme Court
2: yeah, and, and the reason I, I kind of wanted to do this is is because the Kavanaugh stuff is, I think, kind of throwing this into, into light. You know, I if people have been talking about it for a while about how and it's been bubbling up the surface that Democrats should very seriously start talking about packing the Supreme Court um, and that the Supreme Court is kind of questionable. And I want to start start off with just asking this. Why do we still have a Supreme Court like this? You know? Because the judiciary is
0: a requisite to a check in a legislative system.
2: No, that's fine. It's not. (laughs) not, I did not say, why do we have the Supreme Court, sir? I said, why do we have one like this? Oh, Um, because they want to insulate
0: power in um, lifetime appointments so that they can guise political decisions behind judicial terms and abuse the judiciary. Oh, was, yeah, that, and, was that the question? I'm sorry. Yes.
2: Um, and, and that's kind of the thing. Like when you look at the at the Supreme Court, there's no other modern democracy that has anything similar to it, right? Mm-hmm. Because everybody else is like, oh, you have a set amount of time you're on the court and then you're off the court and that's it. That's how it works. And so people make these decisions. They're there for a bit and you have turnover instead of this lifetime, lifetime decision shit where if a president gets lucky, you know, he could put three or four people on the court and radically change essentially the Constitution of the United States. And this is this is really problematic because some asshole pig like Brett Kavanaugh, who is terrible, but just – he's just – you know, he's terrible in a way in terms of legal opinions and so on, in the exact same way that everybody else in the Federalist Society is terrible, right?
0: Yeah, it, it, like, it, 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 it's part mm-hmm. of my, like – that, you know, these these people are in so few pockets. I mean, you really look at the, some of the big legislation, it comes out of the same political action firms in Washington, the same behind the scenes organizations write these large bills every time and push judges like this all the time to
2: establish law. And I mean, I mean, that- if you look, at, I think all you need to say about this is that Georgetown Prep, the high school Brett Kavanaugh went to is the same high school Neil Gorsuch went to. Like pause and think about that. These th- 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 there's a grooming system for people who will come into the court and make these kinds of decisions. There's a law. You know, these people are like. There's not two of anything in my pedigrees. high school,
0: much less two Supreme Court justices. Yeah, no,
2: and that's like a thing that, like, like, apparently Georgetown Prep, court justices. Yeah, that's a thing that apparently Georgetown Prep has been like advertising, and you have to you have to ask questions. You know, like how. How is that democratic? And you have to start asking some bigger questions about, like, let's just talk about the Constitution. Who, who, like, you look at the Constitution, and a lot of it was written to protect the wealth of slave slave owners, you know? Like, when Trump was, like, fucking talking in that marathon news, um... News conference or, or the presser, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and he was like, George Washington, he probably did some bad things. And it's like, yeah, he did. He was a slave owner. That's morally objectionable at best. And like, uh, at, at, best? at don't, best? Don't make me sure like, break out his nine page, like, it's nine pages. No, nine point, no, 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 no. no. I, 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 I don't want to because my more general opinion on it is that's like a thing you should, like, get fucking concrete boots for. <laughs> like, that's utterly terrible. And and, and they, they wrote it like that, so it would be like that, you know, to protect the vested interests of our society and the, the vested rich interests of our society. And if you look at something like Georgetown Prep, rich people are doing it, you know, like it's a socialist podcast, sure. We all know that the state is the, is the, the together ordering of the bourgeoisie's collective interests, right? It and but, and that's I mean, something that like the Supreme one, Court does.
0: But one of the greatest one of the greatest benefits of being a socialist, really, is I think that uh, this is one of the only real p- politics that looks at history pretty objectively. And like one of the like best examples of that is I mean like there is not only I mean you know in, in the discussion of the bourgeoisie here I mean there, there is not only like economic factors that determine who goes to Harvard and who goes to these, you know, prep schools. But anymore, this is starting to break down, but the social component still exists. But but for forever, those were the only places you could go to get those kinds of educations. That was where you went to be trained to do that. I mean, throughout history. And so now that social institution exists absent really the economic motive, because I mean, anyone making, you know, Decent six figures, which is a lot of people in the Midwest, uh, could send their kid to Harvard if they you know, were smart enough to get in. And the other side of that is is that plenty of schools give the same information, whether or not it's the same teaching or the same social networking, which it isn't. But they do provide well, the same information.
2: But that's the whole point is that the, the social network and the reason why we might have two Supreme Court justices from the same fucking high school is the social network. And because the education doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything that you go to Yale law instead of University of Oklahoma law. Fuck, like you. Fuck you, it might it might mean something. It means something to me. Well no, I mean it means something in the sense it doesn't mean something in terms of necessarily the quality of the education you nah, get. I it means all something the same books. Well, yeah, and that's what I mean is that it means something more in terms of like
0: We use the same the, like websites. The,
2: the cultural capital you get mm-hmm. from it. And the fact that the Supreme Court looks like it does is because it's all about maintaining the order that we have. And, you know, obviously the best way to fix it is the constitutional amendment that, that clears up the advising consent part of the Constitution and says, here's how this works. An important way to fix it is saying there are going to be term limits. You are automatically off the court after this a point in time or something, right? You know, something like, I don't know, six years or eight years. I, I don't have a specific number, but something that keeps it rotating. So that I, like-
0: I liked six years. I always liked six years because it, 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 it alternates presidencies and, yeah. like th- that, and, and like that's it, a good thing. It, 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 it will be staggered enough that everyone will get two or three a- or four or six. If we put 15 people on the court,
2: well, yeah, and that's the other thing, is that...
0: You don't need a constitutional the, amendment for that, because all that constitutional amendment need, talk you're doing, that we got we got enough, almost got enough Republican governors that they could do it by themselves without federal consent. And you know what? They'd never agree on nothing.
2: Well, yeah, but, I mean, the important thing I think about, about that is that we don't need a constitutional amendment. We just need um, a party that has the nuts to say screw it, we're gonna play hardball with the supreme court we want this you know the supreme court unquestionably has always been a political institution anybody who says this shit oh judges aren't supposed to be partisan, blah 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 anyone who watched those hearings knows it knows that that is bullshit anybody who watched those hearings on thursday knows that and anybody who just looks at how somebody like clarence thomas decides stuff will be like yeah ah, this, this I is a scream it's, it's, but it is. It's, it's an extremely partisan organization. And the fact that, like, you know, if, if you have a president and a Senate of the same party and you get lucky with the amount of Supreme Court justices you can put on right now, you can just suddenly change the course of American legal um, uh, jurisprudence. You know, that, that should tell you everything about what it is. But the thing is, because that number nine is just made up, it's, we just decided to do it. It is the easiest thing in the world to change. All you have to do, and I don't remember who said it, but I think I think it was one of the senators who said, if you all push Kavanaugh through, we're going to nominate, we're going to change it, and we're going to put two more people on the Supreme Court to negate his vote. And okay. a- anybody who says, oh, no, we got to respect process, oh, no, we got to the, respect the, the how, only, how this stuff has worked. The only, you don't have to
0: the only respect I have for process is that if the Democrats do that, Lindsey Graham will increase it by nine next, and yeah. and that is the only the only respect I have for that is that right now he'll only probably increase it to two in like two years when he decides that it's really important to solidify
2: it anyway. But 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of people. Well, here are two things. Rather, a lot of people complain about packing the court, blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, no, it's bad. Oh, no. you think about the consequences. Number one, when the Republican Senate refused to nominate Merrick, refused to confirm Merrick Garland to the Supreme Court, they said, we're playing hardball. Because all the norms about how, well, you do have to do it, blah, 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 just went in the trash can. And so there's no reason to say, we also have to do this. You know, if Democrats somehow win the Senate, all they should do is say, you don't get one you don't get it. no more no more justice not a single judge is getting confirmed anymore that should be the move and on top of that if you put kid gloves on when the other side is is you know using a tactical nuke you're going to lose and so that, since they've already broken those rules there's no reason to do it there's no reason to respect them there's no reason to care about them they're dead in the water if Didn't- one of one of the people don't do it like if you don't have referees on a football game and um, the other team refuses to let you huddle and snap. You can't win the game by saying, you have to let us huddle. You're going to lose.
0: Who is the senator that, uh, I think Lassie sent us the article about, who is the senator who went and asked Trump to uh, appoint uh, the Chuck Supreme... Chuck
2: Schumer. Uh, yeah, Chuck Sch- Schumer Just crying in the hallway.
0: Of, uh, <laughs> the most oh, the West Wing we said
2: it would be different. About. Holy crap, it's like somebody... somebody should have just aaron sorkin should have like gone to visit the Grand canyon when he was a child and had like a terrible sad depressing accident and the world would be a better place
0: he should have been abandoned like, by his parents after they put a mullet wig on him and let it his skull and fuse with it and then he could be a janitor and eat a hamburger and some french fries off of a doo-doo comet
2: and that would be good i would respect that i'd be like good job Good job, Aaron Sorkin. You you lived a good life. And then make um, a sequel that was <laughs> awful
0: and went straight to what, release you on the internet. The sequel?
2: No, no, I, I haven't seen see it. That. It was
0: on Comedy Central once, but I I you know
2: I have cable, so I can skip around. Adam, that's why you don't pay for cable because you watch Joe Dirt too. Um, <laughs> I watched Whoa, most crap. of the Harry Potter know. movies today.
1: That's an attack on a wonderful film. No, no I watched get, most both of
2: you get off the uh, podcast right now. Holy shit! I'll
1: just leave you here so to, mom to walk.
2: Joe <laughs> Dirtay. <laughs> but I, the the second thing I think that's important to say is that everybody says, "Oh, you know, if," and I one hundred percent think this is what Democrats should do. Democrats, if they if they win. The, the Senate and if they win the White House in 2020 is they should nominate 10 justices that are insanely liberal. They should just do that. They should be like, we run the court now, fuck off. And everybody says, oh, no, but then Republicans will do it if they ever get combined control of the White the House point. and the Senate. And it's like, who cares? That makes the institution radically more representative of what people want.
1: Yeah, if like, that's the entire point is that eventually you will get to a point where there's like, well, we have 175,000 Supreme Court justices. Nobody can yeah, come yeah, to the census at they- all anymore um, as, as long as there remains – at the very least if there's an odd number or not. And so should we reevaluate how this institution actually
2: works? Yeah, I, and that's one of the really nice things is that one, the Supreme Court all of a sudden it's becomes insanely more, insanely more representative. And number two, if that just keeps happening after 20 years when we do get a Supreme Court of like – Thirty-three justices or something. We're going to be like, we have to change how this functions. This is simply not functional. And if we don't change it, it's just like, well, it represents the the will of the people at a minimum, and that's worth something. Right. That is deeply worth something. And everybody who wants to do their goddamn pearl clutching about the motherfucking institution and how important it is and the norms and the you I'm sorry. They, they stole a justice. And like Merrick Garland is a piece of shit. Fuck you, Merrick Garland. I don't like you. I just know nobody likes you other than like what? idiot people like Chuck Schumer. He, he was he was a centrist. He got nominated by Obama because Obama said, if I nominated a centrist, he will do it. Uh, forgetting the fact that his uh, legislation that he took from the Heritage Foundation and bears his name got literally no Republican votes in the House or the Senate. Uh, like, I had that is, argument Democrats with someone today. So and they stupid. were like, there's no okay. way he
0: could have gotten through that bill without... Without making the concessions he made, I'm like no, he
2: didn't get no, any votes for it. He could have made literally- the
0: most left version of that bill that the, the the centrist Democrats would have accepted instead of the most
2: right version of the bill that the
0: Republicans
2: that still the Republicans wouldn't accept. Still rejected, even though it came out of their policy organization. And so it's like, there's, why would you ever give a shit about about that? Why would you care about that? And but the thing is, when they stole the seat from Obama, it's just like. That was that's it. There are no norms anymore. Norms don't mean anything if people don't respect them. You know? Oh, uh, what what, what did,
0: did you forget about uh, changing the vote from 60 to 51? Woo! That's another fun one to me just cuz it's like uh, yeah, we can't do it that way so we're going to change it. Like there's just no, no yeah. like the other way is too, but like it's just they at least could have plausible <clears throat> deniability in their whole Oh, we have to. We don't want to do it this close to an election, even though they're rushing through one uh, right now, next to an election. But you know, whatever. yeah.
2: But I mean, that's the thing. Is it's like since they don't do it, like it's okay. I don't. I don't like that Republicans don't do that on a certain level, but on on a different level, it's like it's okay. You know what? They they have a policy agenda they would like to enact, and they're doing whatever they can do to do it. So. Why would you not also do the same? That is something to expect. And so it should be a litmus test as much as Medicare for all, as much as $15 an hour minimum wage, as much as like, you know, some some commitment of some kind to opposing American imperialism for any candidate in 2020 that's going to run for the presidency, that they will pack the court that we all have to get on board with that. And we've said it on the show before and we're going to say it again. Pack the motherfucking... I can't wait until I'm on the Supreme Court because we're just looking for people. You know what? Who cares? <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Well, are you guys ready to move on to uh, Oklahoma news then? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Let's mm. take in the next story. Uh,
2: I can I can, I can go, go into it if we would like that. Sure. Um, yeah, so the Oklahoman... Posted a gubernatorial debate between um, everybody's favorite. I'm sticking with NyQuil un- Uncle and anti-vax uh, Burt and as who these people are. Which one's the one that he looks like? Okay, I should know that. Um,
0: um, I'm going to really? go ahead and say that we can't gonna, use no, Burt Ernie anymore because they are... PPS is um, public
1: broadcasting. Let's not.
0: <laughs> no, not for fair
2: yeah. use be, be, because they're, they're, they're heroes.
1: Oh, okay, well...
2: Well, but he looks like, but he looks like uh, Bert. He does. It's
0: objectively true. <laughs> you can't say things are objectively true. That's not what that word is for. It's like saying literally. Yeah, exactly what that word. No, it's means. not. No, exactly it's absolutely that not what that it's word is for. If you, word if you, if you, if you, God damn it, Parker! I need you to be more forcefully on my side when telling Carl that he's wrong.
2: Fuck both of you. If you had one of those fucking, like, iPhone X's or whatever that shit is that has, like, a facial recognition demon software that's going to, like, get us all killed. I don't see Apple Penis. Fuck, it's not even about that. If you have... Fuck you, Parker. Why did you have to inject (laughs) with that? But if you had that, and you took Kevin Stitt, and you took birth, the iPhone would say, this is literally the same. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, no that's idea. not objective Which, either. That doesn't.
0: <laughs> be- I could hold. I, it. I could I, I could I, print I out a so. picture of your face, punch out eye holes, put it over my face, hold up the iPhone X. That doesn't mean you're, I'm you.
1: <laughs> you no, know, it hey, just Bert means Bert you look like me. God
0: understand.
2: damn it. Okay, it! Doesn't mean is that, is that either. Absurd. We that have to weird. move yes, on. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay, so they had they had a debate. They had a debate. The Oklahoman had a debate on Monday between the two of them. Uh, I, the first thing I want to say, um, like, I don't give a shit about the Libertarian candidate Chris Powell. Like, he's not running for governor. He's probably not even going to be a spoiler. Like, the fact that they couldn't even, they could barely top a thousand votes in their primary tells you everything you know need to know about how useless the Libertarian Party is, about how, how idiotic. And pinheaded their positions are, and how absolutely no one likes anything they stand for because you either like the good shit and hate the bad shit, or you like the bad shit and hate the good shit. It's, it's stupid. Um, but they didn't let him in the debate. And I think that was really shitty, Oklahoman. Um, I know it's surprising on this podcast to hear us uh, say the Oklahoman did something dumb. Um, <laughs> but it's shitty. It's shitty. He should have been in there. Um, but on to like, the, the, the important stuff, um <laughs> Okay, that's the thumbnail. That, <laughs> it the thumbnail. That's the thumbnail. Oh my god. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh my god. That's the thumbnail. We're going to have a good thumbnail stuff. Uh okay. good thumbnail for you guys. Um they they talked about my note for did, you guys
0: in the um
2: You're you're fine. Keep
0: is it unpassive is unpassive aggressive I can possibly be.
2: I'm not typing at all. I'm just lifting the mouse and hitting it down next to the microphone. Sir. God damn it! It's the same thing.
0: All Please. I can hear in my headphones is you talking. And
1: okay, okay, it does sound like it. like my dog with peanut butter in its mouth. It really Something banging. Stuff. I
2: thought th- I thought that was gonna get real dark.
0: No, in its mouth, not in Parker's mouth. I guess mouth. that
2: could be really dark. I, that could still be really dark. Where did the dog get the peanut butter from, Parker? Please hey. tell me it was a toy. <laughs>
1: I mean, okay. <laughs> Between the I toes. guess we talk
2: about. Come on! <laughs> yeah, so this is like so an hour, and fifteen right minutes now, already. Oh unlike God. us right now, just talking utter horseshit, utter, utterly useless horseshit. We're, um, we're
1: back in here at uh, Red Star of Oklahoma at night.
2: <sighs> it is at night. That's true. It's
1: the moth memes, uh, Supreme Court dockets, and uh, Julia Zell.
2: <laughs> we haven't even gotten to Julia Zell. We'll that shit's... You. That's good. We'll get to it. It's um, one of the hits. But this shit, this debate apparently was extremely good, and like both of them saying we actually have to talk about real policy instead of um, useless stuff that's unrelated to the position we uh, will be trying to hold. Um, and I, one of the first things I want to point out <clears throat> is something that I think is actually like pretty helpful for Kevin Stitt not getting elected. Again, I'm not saying I want, I don't want Kevin Stitt to be governor. That's my position on this race. I'm not, I'm not endorsing anybody. I'm saying I don't want... I, I, I'm sorry, Bert should be on a TV show. He should not be in the governor's
1: terrifying mission. me. Um, I um, don't want to see him outside of a desk.
2: No, I don't either. Um, but the thing... Uh, Stit, did this thing that has been just the norm in Oklahoma politics for all of our lifetimes and longer. Um, and what it was was just saying, I think teachers should get paid more. I think there should be more money going to education, blah, blah, blah. But then saying, um, nah, actually, um, that's not how that works. Uh, you don't need to give them more money to do the things that require more money. Um, <laughs> and Edmondson Edmondson straight up called it out and was like, I, I see you state question 640, and I'm not, I'm not dumb enough to ignore the part where you can send taxes to a vote of the people and pass them with a the simple majority. And he said, hey, um, I want to do that. I want to make that happen, and I want to tax oil and gas production and remove tax breaks for the wealthy to make that happen. And you know what? That's cool. I, I, I'm a big fan of that. I think that's actually really good. And I, I'm pretty sure – I don't know. How do you all feel about people saying, we care about teachers, we just don't want to raise the funds to actually do anything about them? How do you feel about that? <laughs> think that's going to play well in, in, in November? Well, oh, yeah. my, 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 the, the, the
0: thing about whether or not it plays well, the, the, the thing that always comes up for me in this – is that he mm. is giving tax he is giving tax breaks and he, or n- not even tax breaks he is using taxes uh, negatively he is still over tax uh, like under taxing and by through under taxing he is not representing the work that is going on in this state and therefore not letting things be. if we tax the fucking oil industry we'd fund the these schools would be built on mm. space shuttles it would be amazing.
2: I, I I just can't get over it. That is the best place, objectively, for a school, is a space shuttle.
1: I um, Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think it also speaks volumes as to how many um, sitting Oklahoma politicians lost their primaries <laughs> that, that yeah, opposed yeah. the teacher pay raise. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Not
2: for uh, me. Uh, some of the other stuff that has gone on in the debate that I think is pretty important, um... It, like Stitt talked a lot about wanting to claw back federal funding, which is like a normal position because Oklahoma is one of the rare states—well, um, not rare state—but it's a, it's rare in the South on um, being a state that's a net contributor to the federal government. So we send more in taxes to the federal government than we get back. And Stitt "I wonder why like, that is." Yeah. Hmm, um. I wonder. I wonder where that money's coming from. Well, we um, deny Medicare. <sighs> but um, yeah. The thing is. He said he wants to do that. He said that's really important to him, except for the big one, Medicaid expansion.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> which is which is just ridiculous. Like, okay, I understand that Medicaid expansion would cost about a hundred million dollars um, to do, um, but that would mean we get nine hundred million dollars in federal funding. I don't know where we should get that hundred million dollars from. I have a number of ideas. Um, that's just getting Oklahoma's money back so that people don't have to suffer because they're poor through not having fucking health care. It's one of the most ridiculous things that, like, a, a candidate for governor can go up there and say, and I'm quoting him here, I want every federal dollar that I can get into my state for roads and bridges and health care and for all of that, but I don't want to expand Medicaid and put my state into a situation that is going to be harmful years from now. And I want to I wanna say, what was that third thing he said? You, you all hear that third thing he specifically said? <laughs>
1: I'm not good with lists. Never have been.
2: <laughs> it, it was healthcare. He uh, said, He said, I want every federal dollar for healthcare, but I don't want to expand Medicaid.
1: Like, I mean, I want to believe in God, <laughs> but also, you know, want to
2: remain an atheist. It's just, it's so, it's so ridiculous. Um... And it's just one of those things too. He even talked about wanting to expand mental health care because they both agreed that our prison system is terrible, which was cool. That's good. That makes that me extremely good. happy. Um, but like the Medicaid expansion is an important part of funding that stuff. Um, what, one of the most disgusting thing he said um, is this: talking about Medicaid, I believe in a trampoline that is going to help people, but we can't create a hammock.
0: What hammocks are moral, Carl? It's just, a hammock breeds laziness. You know what laziness yeah, breeds? Yeah, exactly. You're not socialists.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. I was about to say exactly that. You can't just expect yourself to lay there and hang right the entire time. Just
2: honestly, honestly, the reason I'm a socialist is because I just want to hang out in a hammock all day. I, 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 I champion too, too much work. Too much hammocks are
0: objectively <laughs> morally
1: questionable. See, but I mean, like, like looking at the trampoline side of it, though, right? Or trampoline? Like, is it supposed to be like a fun aspect? You put in work on a trampoline. I think that, like, you're taking advantage of gravity or something. I don't know where. I don't know where I want to go with that metaphor. <laughs> the
2: trampoline uh, gravity is deserves actually, its fair share. The trampoline <laughs> is what the Egyptians used to store grain. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> Ah, uh, throwback to the OG uh, nighttime podcast man, Ben,
1: ben there Carson. Was a, there was ben a good, Carson yeah, plus. he is he is a night nighttime podcaster. There was a uh, that new that new new Ben Carson. We'll have to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, what was
2: that? Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, I'm well. gonna look that up for sure. No, that's where that. I, I, I'm just gonna pull that. Uh, the oh no, that was the one where he said the Fabian Society um, had a plot to like.
1: Uh, it's a socialist ha-
2: plot. <laughs> yeah, the Fabian Society had. Um, <laughs> was originating the claims, uh, the the allegations of sexual assault, uh, which we believe um, directed at Brett Kavanaugh. (laughs) That that was Ben Carson. I said go off king to that on Facebook. I love you, Ben Carson. You are my favorite politician. Holy shit. You're amazing.
1: Nobody constantly puts themselves under anesthesia more and then decides to get on public
2: television. Honestly, honestly, I don't know. Roseanne does. (laughs) She gets on Twitter. Okay, that's different. If Drew Edmondson bet she a wasn't Michael on, ball, bet
0: she wasn't on. Fucking her regular show, <laughs> just ambient out of her mind.
2: <laughs> That's what you got to do for good TV, though. Um, it's true. That's and, you... and, and, <laughs> uh, but but to get back, the last kind of thing I want to say about it um, uh, is something I kind of don't like. Like Stitt and Edmondson were like, "Look on the inside, or look." Uh, rather look on the outsider and then look on the insider and, like, fuck off. I I don't care about that. I I hate that. I hate that so much. It's like, eh, yeah, as a DA, you were kind of a piece of shit, Edmondson, and then Stitt, it's like, oh, as a mortgage person, you got in massive amounts of trouble at the federal and state level for mortgage fraud. Yeah, okay, great. And nobody's reporting it like that. That should be what everybody talks about. It's all that anybody should talk about is, oh, they they use their positions to be kind of scummy people. Wow. Um, thanks a lot, Oklahoma News, for not reporting on that stuff. But that's all I, that's all I have to say about the gubernatorial debate. Good stuff. Everybody get ready for November. It's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride. Uh, so Parker. After that discussion of the gubernatorial debate and Adam's hopefully cut uh, singing, oh God. <laughs> you want to you wanna tell us about um, some – I don't know if it's corruption. I don't know what to call it. Do you, do you want to tell us about it? Do you want to tell us yeah, about Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going some, back to the, the
1: Marahushi, the state question 788 regulations that are supposed to be already put into place. Um, Julia Cell. The lead attorney for the State Board of Health, uh, currently facing felony charges for sending herself threatening emails, which was
2: utterly hilarious. That, that story is amazing. I love that well, story. I, I think we covered it way, uh,
1: quite a few weeks ago when it first happened in July. But she was kept out of communications about the upcoming regulations after it became clear she thought it would be illegal to ban smokable marijuana. Now, this also comes on the back of the Oklahoma Attorney General being like, hey, y'all, you're not allowed to do this. Um, so I don't know where this like committee is – thinking that they still have the ability to do it, but... Well, they
2: don't. They don't. They pull it out. They pull it out, because after they pass it, the ATU is like, oh, this is literally illegal. <laughs> right,
1: right. And so discussions between two board members and the Oklahoma State Medical Association, um, which is an organization opposed to State Question 788, um, already started uh, before the vote, and board members were connected to other organizations opposing State Question 788 as well.
2: Like, think about... I want everybody to think about that for a bit. Like, a supposedly neutral board that was supposed to come up with these emergency regulations oh, before the benefits. people even voted was like, hey, um, how let's about. Let's
1: figure out how we can restrict this shit to yeah, stuff let's, we don't agree with.
2: Let's talk to somebody who has, who, who is literally very clearly on one of the sides of this issue to figure out how we want to do it if it passes. It's, it's
1: Especially it's, how we I'll, shape these types of regulations.
2: Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Weekly Pug.
0: As well as for the uh, fact that there has been no discussion of uh, reducing uh, crimes that uh, people have been convicted of or expunging records for marijuana offenses.
1: True, no retroactive but, ones. Um, but they did but, pass an ordinance by the Oklahoma City Council to drop things down to a traffic, or to drop uh, marijuana under I think it was it, uh, four ounces, something it, like that, to a particular traffic violation for 400 dollars instead of and no jail time. Um, which was appointed by the chief of police. But, like well, you said, and, no retroactive. And can I
0: tell you a little, a little fun fact? They only changed the municipal sure. fine. They didn't change the actual criminal fine. So the DA wants to charge you with whatever for that, they can. Well, baby f- steps. Well, I mean, baby steps or, fish. you know
2: fixed and and up in up in this part of the state uh they're essentially trying to make it illegal to have uh medical marijuana operations um in and around urban areas so that's that's a green country move right now
1: (laughs) right she also said it would be illegal to require pharmacists on site at all times which was one of the way controversial um like and it's supposed to be one of the major inhibitory factors of um, particular startups for medical marijuana, mostly because of a how much it requires to like how much pharmacists are required to be paid, and b like requiring one be on site at all times for um, filling of prescriptions for medical marijuana, which is just like absolutely ludicrous and does not have any of any any merit behind it when it comes to how other operations are done. Um, in other like. The other half of the country that is medical marijuana, um, basically, um, those would include like weekly checks by pharmacist in connection with an unpaid dispensary manager position. Um, Chelsea Church, in the Oklahoma a Pharmacy Board Executive Director, appears uh, to have attempted to offer Azella a job if Azella would approve the pharmacist's rule. Azelle responded by saying she would advise it was legal, job offer or no. So,
2: I want to. I, I just want to read that tweet. That is a hundred percent just just bald corruption. Right. Um. um But before I do, I want to note that uh, Chelsea Church, as the person who heads that organization at the time, um, 100 percent knew that that would essentially make it impossible to have dispensaries um, because because it would mean that any pharmacist who did that work would be banned uh, uh, by the federal government and prosecuted by the federal government for breaking the law. So it's right. just like she she knew 100% what she was doing. But this is this is the text. It's so stupid. She said, you get me a pharmacist in dispensary and then come to our office. I guarantee I can do more than you. Just the letter U. The previous U was the full word. She just wrote the letter U. Um, and she said, I guarantee I can do more than you have now with a winking emoji flashing its tongue, which is the grossest kind of corruption. Like boomer emojis in a corruption text it just is... Extremely angering to me. I'm sorry. That just like if it weren't for the emoji and like the the spelling problem, I would be extremely mad. But this just puts it. It's just, oh my god! Right. So angry.
1: And I mean I don't really like the backpedaling that a lot of uh, people also did, whereas like uh, some of the medical professionals when the Tulsa world reached out said as uh, I have concerns about anything that introduces smoke into the lungs or that these – the mental health department spokesman talked about how like uh, that these were based on language existing in other state statutes and rules, which is like just – candidly false like a 100% yeah, yeah. incorrect these exist nowhere um wh- whereas i mean we also had one of the provisions which is um any particular oklahoma licensed state physician that has the ability to um prescribe these on a regular basis instead of having pre existing illicit pre existing conditions which also doesn't exist in other states but that's a positive as opposed to a net negative
2: so yeah, yeah. I, I i think the other thing uh, oh shit what was i going to say about it? there was another thing i wanted to say about this too <laughs> shit um, okay, fuck it. Who cares? No, you you, you made important points. I think. Um, uh, but it's just, it's just it, the the, the, the bald faced open corruption is just disgusting. It's just they weren't even trying. You know what I mean? They weren't even right. trying. And it it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous what we have to put up with.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, this also comes on the back of uh, it is technically I think you have the ability now to submit your applications and have them approved and also yes, um, yes. buy seedlings from particular farms and whatnot. If, if you are somebody who um, suffers from seizures, PTSD, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the law does allow you to hold uh, to have six seedlings in bloom and six seedlings or uh, rather six plants in bloom and six seedlings out of bloom. Um, just for that particular information for the listeners that would like to have it, and,
2: and, and it's already started. Like, yeah. um, people have already started to grow up, so we should be. And people have already started getting approved cards, right. so we should be getting legal marijuana. It's much it's coming soon. much more in the in
1: the in the in the form of like growing it yourself and transportation of seedlings, rather than it is actual like dispensaries and the transportation. Yeah, but 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 so. Much, so.
2: You should be able to buy it at a dispensary. It's very right. probable that you'd be able to do it in 2018, which is super cool and uh, exactly what everybody voted on, you know? that It, it was very straightforward. I, I don't think SQ788 was confusing whatsoever, and everybody knew what they were doing when they passed that vote with 507,000 votes, you know?
1: Absolutely. Uh, one of the most politically engaged state questions of, you know, our entire lifetime, which is really yeah. good. Um, also... Good. Shout out to Oklahoma, um, in that we start getting, uh, especially Byron's Liquor, who already in store, whoever who already installed seventeen fridges on one of their walls for refrigerated liquor and beer, wine in grocery stores and whatnot. That starts tomorrow.
2: Yeah, super dope, super into it. Uh, yeah, that'll be a thing by the time the show comes out. So yep. that's awesome.
1: Finally catching up to the rest of the world. our
2: cake, liquor laws. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, the last thing I want to say about about this story with Azell and, and and the idiotic rules is that everybody, like the the governor's office, uh, the district attor- the attorney general rather's office, are also implicated in all of this. They were involved in do- in trying to go around the person who is legally responsible for for saying are these rules acceptable based on the wording of state question seven eighty eight. So it's just graft the whole all the way up and down. It's our state government is trash. Um, mm-hmm. And on on that note, I actually think it's a really good move uh, to our conservative reading list for the week. Are you guys ready for some fun stuff?
1: We're not talking. We're not shitting on David Boren, are we, as much as I did? I okay. No, I, I would
2: love David to Boring. shit on David he Boren. He's a good man. I, 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 okay. If somebody was ever on the board of Continental, um, I believe in shitting on them. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> that should be. <laughs> it's, line, it's
2: line, It's lying. But your Harold Hamm voice was good. Thank Adam, you. I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this article from the Oklahoman. We're done. The Tulsa Beacon's been fucking lame lately. I have to say, it's not even good. It's not even good. Yeah, shitty opinion. conservative stuff.
1: Opinions. Can you step it up, whoever's writing that? Because we know, we know you, you you wrote a little one for us, so.
2: Yeah, come on, guys. Let's make it happen. Tulsa Beacon, let's 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 have a, a news debate, Tulsa Beacon. Um, but we're not reading them. We're reading The Oklahoman. It's an article published on Wednesday, September 26th, called Could Another Oklahoma Teacher Walkout Happen in 2019? Yes. Uh, it's cool. Um, it, it, you know, I'm kind of glad to go back to the basics. Uh, really happy about it. Um, the Oklahoman really just—they knock it out of the park with this one. I'm you guys always ready? ready. Yeah, yeah, always. Let's, Let's begin. begin this. What what? <laughs> what will happen if, as the 2019 legislative session gets rolling, it appears common education is in line for another big boost in funding? Will teachers strike again, as they did this year? I just want yes. to talk about that. That um, that if followed by a comma for a second. It's not good writing. It's objectively bad writing. (laughs) Um, They keep going. It wouldn't be surprising if the answer is yes. And why not? The threat of a walkout paid off handsomely in 2018, with the legislature approving large tax increases for pay raises that were even larger than the teachers' union had demanded. The new revenue also went to boost pay for support staff and for additional school funding. All of this was approved, italics, before the strike, which lasted two weeks and was used to demand more money including uh, some that wouldn't have necessarily ended up going to education. The end of the strike...
1: <laughs> can... Did, did they... Were they there? Like, did they... Are, they're a news agency, so they're supposed to be covering this, right?
2: The, the funny thing is that they had great on-the-ground reporting from it, and I think the editorial board was just like, uh, Harold Ham, give us uh, honey-roasted <laughs> ham, and we will write idiotic uh, op-eds about it.
1: Yeah, I just... I'd imagine that, as the editorial board, you would read your own reporting about it to have a little bit of an understanding as to like the the just at the very least like the timeline congruency right so just one after the other like no, nothing was passed prior to the walkout you fucking imbeciles actually
2: actually it was though what's the it? first uh, yeah they passed the the only oh, thing all yeah. was Dumb. To try and keep them from walking out uh before the fucking oea that betrayed everybody was,
1: that was prior um, to the the sixth like that's, that's what you're talking about right the six thousand
2: yeah that that roughly six thousand pay rates which was actually not what the teachers wanted um yeah, but that didn't go that to support it, staff or anything like that no 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 no, it, funding. no it, there was not there was uh, almost nothing for any of that um this is, this is kind of all lies um right, and right, I like, like when they say they got more than the teachers wanted that's a lie because uh, the teachers demanded 6000 in the first year and 4000 in the next year. So uh, the pay raises were not larger than the teachers' union had demanded. Um, but uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going before we get into the spicy stuff. Um, the Wait, the including
1: some that wouldn't have necessarily ended up going to education. Where would it have gone to?
2: Uh, OPEA, the Oklahoma Public Employees Association, which is a... Uh, definitely not a union because it's illegal for public employees to have a union, but it's functionally one um, was also there and also demanded. Right. 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 The teachers also said they wanted, uh, they wanted more funding for core services since uh, we have no funding for core services. Um, um, Yay. The
1: teachers taking on additional causes with their own because you know, they're being politically active. Fuck those guys.
2: Yeah. Fuck those teachers for knowing the word solidarity. Even if they only knew it in action and maybe not necessarily, like, you know, were using that language. But, yeah, fuck you. Um, uh, The end of the strike left many walkout attendees frustrated that the legislature didn't do more. Which is this weasel horseshit that they say because the teachers' union's demands were not met. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, okay, (laughs) what what a fucking surprise. They were annoyed. Uh, um, And now we start getting to the fun stuff. Lawmakers this year approved a record $2.9 billion appropriation for common education, but got little to no thanks. The walkout spurred dozens of teachers to file for legislative seats, and more than four dozen made it through to November's ballot. Meanwhile, members of the legislature who voted against the tax increases were labeled, quote-unquote, anti-education, and, in some cases, lost their primaries and runoffs. Number one... Praise. uh, Praise... they say this approved a record $2.9 billion appropriation because they want to use the big number instead of actually talking about the context of what that number is. It's like, how much more was that than it was before? And et cetera, you know, how much number, how much more is that relative to the student body? Uh, that's insanely larger than the last time I got it. Um, or then this one, (laughs) anti-education, like, you refuse to fund education, and, and they think they need to put scare quotes around anti educate I don't know. What does being pro-education mean to the Oklahoma editorial board? Can someone tell me that? <laughs>
1: Holy
0: shit. It doesn't shit. mean what we think it means, at least. It,
1: it means is. why are, can't you just use your history textbook that ends at the Cold War? Like, why do you want us to write down all of this new horrible shit that's happening and have people well, learn about it. It, it, Aren't you living through it?
0: complicates them, really. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I see their motivation, at least.
2: To, to go back to the gubernatorial debate, uh, being pro-education, I think, to the Oklahoma editorial board means saying, I like education, and then doing literally nothing about it. <laughs> it's like, I don't have to do anything. I said, I like it. Do you think I'm a liar? Um, and then you go to the Supreme Court. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, continuing. That sentiment, if you don't see things as we do, you're the enemy, is sure carry over to next year. Fueled by the Oklahoma Education Association, with the guidance and support of its parent group, the National Education Association, which directed the Oklahoma Walkout and others around the country this spring, and the American Federation of Teachers Union. Number one, even the first time I read this, I didn't realize how long that sentence was. I thought there was a period somewhere.
1: <laughs> this isn't That's- even a complete sentence. They're missing a couple of articles, and... Articles aren't necessary. Yeah,
2: and it's it's sure to carry over.
1: It's Um, sure carry over to next year.
2: uh, Also, the OEA ended the walkout. Like, they're the one, like, whenever they came out, uh, whenever union leadership at OEA said, no, let's fucking call it. Uh, We polled the three members of the leadership board that want to call it, and none of the teachers, and everyone's super mad at us, but we're going to call it, like, you know, it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous to make that claim about OEA. AFT was actually really dope. The American Federation of Teachers, cool fucking union. Um, but we're going to hear more about their about how they're cool now from the editorial board itself. The AFT sponsored an event Saturday at Northwest Class and High School called Stand Up for Public Schools, which appeared to be more or less a political rally urging attendees to vote progressives into office in November. A word. featured speaker was U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts who gives socialist Bernie Sanders a run for his money as the most liberal member of that chamber. Uh, a lot to unpack there, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, yeah, it's I was not gonna a gonna lot, say. really. That's yeah, pretty for straightforward. The course. <clears throat> yeah, just it's stupid.
1: I guess um, the last part of this is a little bit of a lull. Which is the most liberal, liberal member of that chamber, but continue.
2: Yeah, no, it's just it's fucking bullshit. Like, well, actually, maybe Elizabeth Warren is the most liberal member uh, because Bernie Sanders has some claim to being an actual socialist, and Elizabeth Warren uh, is very clear that she's not. That's not right, anti-vaxxers that's, are liberal. I forgot about that. Tonight.
1: What no, the wi- wi- Wi-Fi hurts your brain, Adam. Don't you know that? That's why I don't have a modem. <laughs>
2: How are you on the show if you don't have a modem Parker?
1: I'm hardwired directly into my
2: neighbors
0: <laughs> You know these are recorded, right? I
1: have an Ethernet
2: cable. Shh, yeah, it's staying in the show, that. sir. Please. Um no, no cutting. I'm <laughs> in a cave in Chile. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> no, no extradition from Peru or wherever you are. Satellite so um, brain though. So I, I really like this next one. Um quote this government fails our children fails our teachers and fails our futures warren declared and this is like a line paragraph that's all it is it's just that line and the reason they do that is because they're saying that's not true that's what they want to imply but you read it as anybody who's lived in the state of oklahoma and you're like oh yeah elizabeth warren just uh, said a true thing wow that's cool <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yay good job <laughs> um Then they stop, instead of pulling the kid gloves off finger by finger, just just trying to shred them off. Also on hand was AFT President Randy Weingarten, who had been in Oklahoma City during the strike. Weingarten told the throng that protest is important, but it's only, quote, step one. What we want, what our kids deserve, is a revolution, she said. Italics, a revolution. (laughs) Which is like actually insanely cool like i read this on like aft let's uh let's go let's go get in the streets uh let's kick them out uh maybe not throw molotov cocktails because i don't want to get shot by the police but um you know i uh, talking about a revolution that sounds really dope you all think that uh, sounds dope i don't know uh,
0: i i i i reserve opinions i like the
1: i like the anti-fascist action In the background of Adam as he contemplates that
2: thought. Yeah, yeah. Not even, not even anti, anti anti-fascist action with a red flag. It's, it's a black one. It is the street (laughs) edition of
0: the flag, but that doesn't mean that I've signed up for anything.
2: Weak. You're weak, Adam. Never say I was strong. Weak. Okay, actually, I respect that answer. I respect that. (laughs) Um. So, let's. Let's read this, uh, continuing, we don't have kid gloves on, uh, that actually makes us naked instead of doing anything valuable. Um, what the unions don't want, of course, is any change to the status quo. (laughs) On its face, ridiculous for a group of people that has ousted every single incumbent they've run against except for one. Um, that, that, what? (laughs) Um... Also, a group of people that wait, go on strike they, they for wanna... two weeks don't want to change to the status quo. Are you Didn't you just put me? a
1: revolution? Was the revolution in Italis Italic supposed uh, to be sarcastic, uh, yeah. or yes, was it That's exactly to...
2: what it was. Oh, okay. I thought or, it was or, supposed or to be, like
1: alarming, and I was like, "Are they scared of a revolution? Could they could be red Are
2: afraid of a it revolution. It could just though. be red That's definitely true. Of uh, even though, ironically, what they're saying here is that the unions agree with the Oklahoman and want to keep the, the education system the same in Oklahoma right now. <laughs> um, so, they they continue. In Oklahoma, that means keeping a highly paid superintendent in every one of the state's 500-plus school districts instead of looking for ways to trim that number and produce some cost saving. The, saving, the savings would be minim, minimal, don't you know, so why bother? I don't know why they put that in... Because that's actually true. Like, the savings from that would not be important. Uh, school superintendents are not, liked by teachers' unions. Um, it, uh, they're not in teachers' unions. They're not a part of them. Uh, they're generally kind of opposed. The only reason the walkout could happen is because superintendents were, like, we want money for other things other than teacher pay because we have buildings that are, like, actually collapsing on our students, and we want to be able to fund that. Very stupid. Just, just a galaxy brain take from the Oklahoman. Um, and Then this one. It means fighting a proposal on the ballot in November that would give school districts more leeway on how they use their property tax revenue, which is earmarked primarily for buildings. Um, <laughs> we haven't talked about that state question yet. We're going to talk about it as it com- comes up. But it's the most disgusting thing ever to say that, hey, schools, you get to choose between upkeep for your... Uh, The property you own and um, being able to hire more teachers. So what are you going to do? Do you want the building collapsing on the students with better teachers or do you want less teachers in uh, buildings that are not actual physical threats to the students in them? Like it's the most chicken shit. It's the most cowardly position. Scum human beings. Oklahoman, please square up, bro. We need to go outside. Um, They continue. It means keeping the number of charter schools to a minimum and making no changes to a funding formula that ensures charters make do with considerably less than traditional schools. Oh, my
1: God. Can we (sighs) not get into the charter school thing, Oklahoma?
2: No. Fucking
1: voucher, my asshole, please. Wait, what? What
2: the Oklahoman forgets to mention is that a story we covered a while back in, in the day was how charter schools were able to double dip for funds for individual students and get the state government to pay them twice what they would get what a public school would get for the same student. Um, so, actually, uh, the funding formula for charters right now is letting them uh, rob the state of Oklahoma and do a worse Jeez. job. Jeez. Hot. Um, we covered that not too long ago, too, so go check that out. It's that's, that's good stuff. Um, the list goes on. The union's chief aim is procuring more money. <laughs> Which is like, that is what a union's for. I don't know, guys. Do you think a union is supposed to get higher wages for its members? Nope. <laughs> like, Dude, unions are the for
1: board game nights and karaoke only. What the fuck do you think?
2: <laughs> no, the union is for paying a couple fat cat bureaucrats a shit ton of money so they can go tell the bosses, uh, we will never do anything to help the workers. We're on your side. <laughs> that's that's what a union's actually about. Um, right. uh, that's kind of true about OEA. Um and then they finish out the article. If getting that requires walking out again, they almost certainly will be willing to do so. These are revolutionary times, after all. Um,
1: okay, so I, I think that the Oklahoman editorial board is actually mocking us as not real revolutionaries. So I guess they do want us to. Those are revolutionary times, after all. Like, what? You, you want some? You want some fuck, Oklahoma editorial board? They always want some fuck.
2: They do want some fuck. They want some some deep fuck. They want that good fuck.
1: We might not mail you things, but... Getting
2: cut! (laughs) No, that stays in. We said not to mail them bags of shit. All right. I repeat... Is that the end of the article? Yes.
0: Well, we don't have socialist events this week as we're a little bit on the fly, but as always, you can check us out at Red Star Over Oklahoma at Redstar Over OK on Twitter. Our subreddit is our Red Star Over Oklahoma. You can listen on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you got any questions, complaints, concerns, or anything else, you can send that to us over at redstaroverok at gmail Tell your friends about us and write and review on iTunes. Have a great week, guys. Bye.